Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, May the 14th. As we uh, head towards another weekend, as uh, unbelievable to think that it was March 11th when sports stopped, March 12th for spring training baseball, like the, that night that we are we are two months past that, over two months away from the time where we have had no sports. It is, it's shocking to be honest. It is hard to believe it's been that long, um, but. As we've talked about all week, and we'll continue to talk about it tomorrow, I do want to get into some Philly-centric type of stuff. JT Romuto, um, some interesting stuff there. Maybe not ideal, but some interesting stuff on that front I want to get into. Um, talking about Bryce Harper and his stance on the Olympics and a few other Phillies-related type of things. But, I mean, obviously, unless something else changes with this story, because that's why we've continued to, to talk about it, cover it. Um, but today it is is still... The players, the owners, the dispute. How will it work out? When will they play? Um, some Bob Nightingale articles to get to in a minute. But first, um, Blake Snell uh, made some news yesterday, and, and really today is, is when people really started to see it, as um, uh, he, on his Twitch uh, channel, um, decided to talk about his money and talk about how he's not playing unless he gets it and um, – I've been staunchly on the side of the players and continue to be in this, and, and we'll dig deeper into that in a bit. But um, Snell certainly didn't help the case. Uh, the way he approached it just came off as very tone deaf. Um, Snell, um, talking about not playing for a reduced salary, said, quote-unquote, it's just not worth it. Um, as he railed against the proposed 50-50 revenue split, um, in his video on social media on Wednesday, um, he said, y'all got to understand, man, for me to go, for me to take a pay cut is not happening because the risk is through the roof, Snell said. It's a shorter season, less pay. No, I got to get my money. I'm not playing unless I get mine, okay? And that's just the way it is for me. Like, I'm sorry you guys think differently, but the risk is way the hell higher, and the amount of money I'm making is way lower. Why would I think about doing that? <sighs> Snell goes on. <laughs> so frustrating. Um, Snell said that he loves baseball to death, um, but he is unwilling to accept multiple reductions in his salary. He says, bro, I'm risking my life. 
What do you mean it should not be a thing? It should 100% be a thing. If I'm going to play, I should be getting the money I signed to be getting paid. I should not be getting half of what I'm getting paid because the season's cut in half. On top of that, a 33% cut of the half that's already there. So I'm really getting like 25%. On top of that, it's getting taxed. So imagine how much I'm actually making to play. You know what I'm saying? He goes on. Um, he later apparently um, texted the Tampa Bay Times acknowledging he realized that his comments could be perceived as greedy. In the text, he said, I mean, honestly, it's just scary to risk my life to get COVID-19 as well as knowing and spreading it to the others. I just want everyone to be healthy and get back to normal lives because I know I miss mine. So um, it's nice that Snell realized that, that he looked that way. He went on to say, I'm just saying it doesn't make sense for me to lose all that money and then go play. And then to be on lockdown, not around my family, not around people I love and getting paid way the hell less. And then the risk of injury runs every time I step on the field. Um, all right, so let's take away from this. I think first and foremost, I'm happy Snell realized what a tone-deaf idiot he looked like. And I, again, this is coming from someone who has been staunchly on the side of the players in this situation. As you know, if you've listened to this show, I feel strongly that it is incumbent upon the owners to take the hit here. I mean, the owners negotiated a deal with the players saying, we will play you a prorated salary. And granted, there was a stipulation there saying that if there were no fans in the stadium that they would negotiate in good faith. But but let's be real. They said, we will play you the prorated salary. And, and they are unwilling to open their books. They're unwilling to show the players how much they're making. I mean, <laughs> which is crazy to me. But ultimately, look, the owners assume the risk. You're the owner. You're the billionaire. You're the people who run the franchise. You assume the risk. And I know that there are pay cuts. And obviously, as we've talked about, people losing jobs and all that. So, I, I again, it's when you're talking about billionaires versus millionaires, it, it all just seems so silly and so stupid from a money perspective. Um, but I think the problem with what Snell is saying is Snell is just is, is putting it in such a, a poor way of, of conveying what, what the players are trying to say here. You know what I mean? He, he made it all about, I want my money. I deserve my money. And that's not the right way to look at it. It's just not. I mean, in the world we're living in right now and what we've gone through and the situation we're in, I mean, that's it's tone deaf. It, you look like an idiot. I'm sorry. Blake Snell, you look like a moron. That's what it is. Um, I think that the real issue is is not about, I want my money. The issue is about fairness. The issue is about the fact that we are not talking about Someone refusing to take a pay cut uh, at their, you know, job at a at a wherever. You know, I mean, this is we're talking about millionaires and billionaires, millionaires and billionaires. So again, I think that the way the owners have done this is dirty, and 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 the owners have really painted the players as the ones who are holding this up blame the players we're willing to do this 50 50 split come on how fair is that when in actuality it's not especially if you're not going to open your books and show them how much you're making 16 straight years major league baseball has made money it has turned a profit for the owners 16 straight years i'm sorry 
You got a year where you don't make a profit, them's the breaks. I legitimately believe that. I feel that. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. For a year, you got to not make money. You're the one who assumed the risk. You're the ones who own the team. You're the ones who get, by far, the biggest benefits from this sport, from this business. You are the ones. That's why you're billionaires with a B. And again, I'm not saying that the players... Look, the players are already taking a hit. But at the same time, I'm not saying that the players are 100% in the right. Um, I do think that on a basic level, everyone has to give a little. You know, I think this is a situation where there is a greater good. As we've talked about a lot on this show this week, that I, you know, the greater good supersedes all. That is what matters the most. The idea that this is more than just about millionaires and billionaires fighting. There's so much more at stake here. There's so much more going on with, with this country and the people of this country and what we need for hope. I mean, like on a much grander scale. But I think on a basic level, I think that the owners need to take a hit here. Like, it's just what it is. The billionaires need to take a hit. Sorry. That's how I feel about it. I am disappointed in Blake Snell because I think that Blake Snell has made the players look weaker as a result. Look, not necessarily weaker because he's taking a very strong stance, but look more tone deaf, look more villainous, look more like greedy as it said in that article that the the Tampa Bay Times article that um it makes it feel greedy it makes it feel like it's about the money when in actuality this is this is about millionaires saying to the billionaires it's your hit to take this time and it is you assume the risk you own the team this is so black and white to me this isn't gray and it is gray in the sense that I think everyone needs to take it and 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 it's certainly black and white in the idea that the fact that people are fighting about money with millionaires and billionaires when all this other horrible stuff is happening to the every average you know average every man in America, every woman in America, I mean, is asinine. It is it is just horrendous. It is the worst look. And and the idea that look if they and I think they will figure this out on a basic level. Just forgetting everything. If you ask me, will there be baseball this year? I think yes. I think they'll figure it out. I don't know exactly how. I don't know whether it's you know it's a tip for tat. Maybe the players say, "All right, well, we're not going to do that fifty-fifty thing." But here we'll give you this. We'll give you this in the future. We'll we'll, we'll give back the service time. We'll do the, whatever. There'll be some way to to figure this out. It won't be service time, but you know something like that, um, where they find a way to do a tip for tat and and say, "All right, well, we we did this. You do that." Um, and I think that's what will happen. But if it doesn't. If for some reason they can't come to an agreement and baseball doesn't happen because of money right now at this time in America, it will be the worst look for baseball certainly probably since 1919, the Black Sox scandal. Like, I mean, I don't, it's worse than the 94 strike. Like, that's the point. And think about how many people left baseball. It took McGuire and Sosa and a summer of steroids to bring people back to the game. Baseball was in trouble. So anyone who thinks that can't happen again is fooling themselves. I think there are a lot of people who would say, you know what? Screw you, baseball. In this situation, you chose money and greed and this over America, over the people of America, over hope, over all of it. Um, and I, I think that honestly, 
honestly, it would turn people off for the rest of time, or certainly for a long time. Now, I'm not going anywhere. I'm a baseball fan. I'm not leaving it. But I do think that there would be a large portion of people that felt that way, and, and I, I can't blame them. I would understand it. So I, I do think it will get figured out. I do think that in the end, greed will not win. Um, but I do think Blake Snell hurt the players, and he hurt their, their public face of it, coming at it from such a moronic stance, like the way he went about it. And and, and also, Mark Teixeira, we didn't talk about Teixeira, but Teixeira went on ESPN, a former player, made $180 million playing baseball. Um, $180 million when it was like, this is on the players, they need to go out and they need to play and take pennies on the dollar. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I think the heart of what Tex is saying is right, is the idea that playing should be paramount, that everybody needs this right now, so put the money things aside and figure it out. But the way he went about it, as someone who's made so much money from that union, I thought was egregious, to be honest, and it made me dislike Mark Teixeira. But at the same time, like I do think the heart of what he's saying is true. Like These guys need to figure it out, and money can't be an issue, for, a reason for them not to, to play sports. But, man... Man, man, man. All right, along these lines, uh, Bob Nightingale, an article earlier today, um, talking about this situation, and uh, and Scott Boris. Uh, Boris, a, a big part of this is the prominent agent in Major League Baseball, um, talking about Teixeira in the article and uh, talking about, you know, how he did say that they, they really focus on just the health and safety and not the economic portion of it in their first day of talks. Um he says, Agent Scott Boris, who represents about 100 Major League Baseball players, told USA Today Sports that all of his players are prepared to play right now and are willing to squeeze in as many as 124 regular season games through October on one condition. And this is the key here from Scott Boris. They will not accept a penny less than the prorated salaries they agreed to, which could result in a 50% pay cut, obviously. After this agreement was reached, Boris told USA Today Sports, you can't come forward with this dynamic and say, hi, I want to privatize the gains and socialize the losses. He's right about that. Uh, the biggest concern he hears from his players, Nightingale said, um, or Boris says to Nightingale, is not for their safety and welfare, but their rights, which is interesting. The biggest concern should be their health, and that's something that, that Snell harped on, and I do think that is the biggest one, but... The players trust that MLB will have plenty of testing and safety measures during the season, but considering that they are taking the health risks, they believe it's unfair to ask them to assume any further financial hits. They already will earn half their salary during the proposed 82-game regular season, but the owners say they will lose 40% of their revenue if the season is played with no fans, which, again, to the point of them opening their books, like I don't know if I buy that or not. Like I watch a lot of baseball. I watch the MLB package, and I see... Royals games and Tigers games and Pirates games. I see a lot of games, a lot of games that have nobody in the stands. Nobody. So I don't know. That's, I think that's, uh, for me, that makes me ask, why won't you open the books? Why don't you show the players exactly what you're making? I mean, you're, we're just taking a face value now. Why? Why, why, why would anyone do that? Um, the article goes on. Um, if there's a second wave of COVID-19 in the season is shut down, it would be disastrous losing their TV postseason TV rights. We're talking about heavy, heavy losses, one owner told USA Today on the condition of anonymity because negotiation are private. 
These are teams that would lose about $100 million during the regular season if we played with new fans and the players' salaries stayed the same. Again, open your books. I'll believe that when I see it. That seems crazy to me. Uh, Boris argues that perhaps only a handful of teams might actually lose money, which is certainly possible. And considering the soaring values of franchises, they could withstand any financial risk. Yes, concur. That's what I was saying before. Hey, you've made money 16 years in a row. Your franchise is worth more than you bought it for. At least the vast majority are. I think you can afford to take a tiny hit for the greater good in this situation. That's the way I feel about it anyway. Um, the article goes on. Um, as he said, only a handful of teams might lose money. Um, besides considering TV networks are desperate for live content, he says maybe teams will even get an increase in advertising rights. Every owner has at least doubled or quadrupled their money with every club gaining $700 million to $2 billion. In equity, Boris said. And never has there been a suggestion about sharing those gains with players. Fair. They wanted to privatize the game. This is the only time this has come up. And he's right about that. Look, that is a really fair point. And it's something I've said as we've talked about this week is the idea that it's not like owners after a particularly good year go back to the players and say, hey, hey, Bryce, we had a great year. The fans were packed in the stadium. We made extra money. Here you go. Let me give you a couple million. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So let's call a spade a spade. Uh, he goes on. If I'm an owner of a company, I don't ask my employees in a downtime due to the virus to bear the cost. I pay them their salaries. That's what every business owner does. You don't socialize their employers. Now, to be fair, we have seen people take pay cuts. We've seen people obviously lose their jobs. So it's a little hit or miss there. Uh, he goes on. He says, players have already made a compromise. Boris says that while none of his players have expressed any fear over playing during this pandemic, they have been consistent in their message. They don't deserve a further pay cut, no matter what Boris's former client tells to, uh, said on ESPN on Tuesday, talking about Tashara. Players need to understand that if they turn this is what Tashara said. Players need to understand that if they turn this deal down and shut the sport down, they're not making a cent. Tashara said, "I would rather make pennies on the dollar and give hope to people and play baseball than not make anything and lose an entire year off their career." And I think that is probably true for some, um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Is the point? It's, you, you don't have to crap on the players. Like, why not the billionaires take it? Um, he goes on. He says, "And no, he's not sympathetic. The players who already agreed to be paid on a prorate basis." With Union Chief Tony Clark saying the talks of revenue sharing or further reductions would be a non-starter. Teixeira goes on. The problem is that you have people all over the world taking pay cuts, losing their jobs, losing their lives, frontline workers putting their lives at risk. These are unprecedented times. This is the one time that I would advocate for the players accepting a deal like this, a 50-50 split of revenues. It's not that crazy. If you really think about it and boil it down to what the players usually get from a revenue standpoint, it's actually lower than 50% of the baseball revenue for a full season. So if I'm a player, I don't like it, but I'm going to do whatever I have to do to play, and that means taking this deal. Now, I, again, I, I agree with Tex in the sense that, like, whatever it takes, get it done. You guys need to figure this out, but why does it have to be this deal? Like, why? Why can't the owners take that? That's what I don't understand. That's why I haven't heard. Like, the owners are paying us, like, well, if the players don't do this, that's on them. All their fault. Why? Why? Why can't the owners be the one who bear the responsibility here? Why can't the owners be the one who have to take the players' deal that they already agreed to? They already told the players, you get this, and now they're going back on it. Like, I'm I'm floored. I'm floored by the way this narrative has been shaped and the way it's, the way it's kind of spiraled from there. 
Um, the article goes on. Uh, the truth is players are simply trying to cling to the salaries they already negotiated, but why let the facts get in the way? There will be plenty more rhetoric, pomposity, and grand eloquence in the next few weeks as negotiation between the union and the MLB get hot and heavy. You know, no matter what is uttered, no matter what angry declarations are made, that the owners and players are desperate for a season as much as the fans, he says. Nightingale says the owners believe they will lose about $125 million a team if no season is played and about $100 million during the regular season if played with no fans. The risk is if they sustain those losses during the regular season and the postseason was abruptly canceled, it could lead to several owners to possible bankruptcy. Open your books. He goes on. The players will lose everything but the $280,000 they have received by May 24th if there is no season, but if they agree to a pay cut, they believe they'll be losing their rights and leverage, most importantly, in the upcoming talks for a bargain agreement expiring on December, 21st, December 1st, 2021. Boris says, I believe the season depends largely on information the union leadership receives. I think union leadership and the players' intentions have never been more on the same page. This is the most galvanized the players have been on a subject, and their support of the union leadership has never been better. The players want to play. The owners, at least the ones I talk to, want to play too. Let's dose, Don't waste any more time. It's time to go. Yeah, agree. I agree with Scott Boris. I agree with his points there. And I agree with the idea that the owners, again, on a basic level, the owners offered a deal to the players. And now they are going back on that deal. And look, I get it. But if if they're going to claim losses like this, if they're going to claim poor, like open your books. Open your books. Why is that so hard? Open the books and show the players what you're losing. How can you ask the players to take this type of deal, to take this type of cut, to take this type of renegotiation when you had already promised them something in good faith? How can you ask them to take something and not show them why? How can you do this without saying, look, here's our books. We really are going to lose $100 million. And the reason is probably because they're not. I mean, if I had to bet, it's because they're posturing. It's because they are not going to lose the kind of money they said they're going to. And again, they've made money 16 years in a row. Owners of Major League Baseball have turned a profit 16 years in a row. And we're talking about record profits over a lot of those. Billionaires with a B. And again, I, I just the Blake Snell thing is so frustrating because it really does demean the heart of what the players try to do. I think the players have done a poor job of... of getting their message out there. A really poor job. Because the fact that anyone on the planet is taking the owner's side, and guess what? There are a lot of them out there. I've seen them. I've talked to them on WIP. There are a lot of people who believe the owners are in the right here, and the players should just shut up and take the deal. Let's get baseball back. Go play. Shut up and play baseball. That is a, a theme that I'm hearing from a predominant amount of people, like not nothing. 50-50, 60-40, something like that. Like, back the owners here. And it's crazy to me. Like, I can't wrap my head around it. Why is this all on the players? Why won't the owners open their books? Why aren't the owners willing to take the hit after 16 straight years of making billions? I don't understand it. And while I agree with the heart of what Blake Snell was saying. He screwed it up. He did a bad job and he made everyone look bad. 
The players need to figure this out. They need to figure out a way to get their message out there to let people know that it's not their fault. They are not the ones who are submarine this. It is the owners as much. And ultimately, again, basically, basic, to the boil it down, figure it out. Like, that's all that matters. Whatever they have to do, the owners and the players, someone's going to get screwed. Probably both of them, to a certain degree, are going to get screwed. Whatever. Figure it out. Don't let this not happen because of money. That is the, the, the be-all, end-all. But I genuinely believe to my core that the owners have played this. Media-wise, they played it great. But in terms of they, they made a deal with the players. They're going back on the deal. They won't open the books. And they're the billionaires. They're the ones with more money. They're the owners of the team. They should assume the risk. On every level, I feel like the billionaires should be the one to, to yield here. And I don't know if they will. I mean, I know the players' union is incredibly strong, but right now it really feels like things are publicly supporting the owners more than I ever would have thought. So um, we'll see. Ultimately, we need baseball and figure it out. Whatever it takes to have us have baseball and everyone take it for a year, I don't care. You can all lose money for a year as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's the way it should be. Everyone's losing money right now. There's not a single person in America who's not been hit by this. Sometimes you just got to suck it up. So um, we'll continue to talk about this, obviously. For days and weeks, I'm sure, until this is all figured out and um, we have a deal in place. But tomorrow we'll, we'll get into some more Philly stuff. Um, again, the Romito thing, some other stuff. And, and continue to talk about this as there's more angles to this as we need to as, um, as we head in the weekend soon. And um, hopefully, hopefully can finally talk about baseball being back for real and for good. So until tomorrow, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.